Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning, witches. It is August 10th, 2023. It is Thursday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Glam Craft. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is Love yourself enough to set boundaries. Your time and energy are precious, you get to choose how you use it. You teach people how to treat you by deciding what you will and won't accept by Anna Taylor. So we are drinking Flower Moon today. This is a black tea with lavender, orange, blue cornflower, vanilla, and bergamot. It is like a lavender old gray. So if you like Earl gray, you will absolutely love this. Uh, so today we're talking about vanilla. So I absolutely love vanilla. Uh, I have this fantasy of doing that thing where people like make vanilla extract all year and then gift it. And um, I've been wanting to do that for like years now. And then a friend of mine actually is doing it. And I was like, oh, so jealous. So I absolutely love vanilla. I think it's so underrated. I'm going to take a, a sip of my tea. Give everyone a warning. Okay. So vanilla is luxurious. I mean, I think we just view it as boring because we use it so much, but we use it so much because it's so good. So it is luxurious. It is luscious. It is, oh, it is just absolutely incredible. And there's also a magic when it comes to vanilla as well. So the next time you sit down to enjoy a wonderful bowl of vanilla ice cream, never make the mistake of taking that vanilla flavor for granted. And this is from AloonBlue.com. So to understand the magic that lies within the vanilla plant, you have to understand its scent. The scent of vanilla reminds us of the comforts of home. It is the scent of all that was pleasing and wonderful in our childhood. If the people in places we felt the most comfortable and cozy had a scent, it would be vanilla. It is welcoming, inviting, and it lures us in with sweetness and warmth. The vanilla flower, with its plush, evenly shaped, stark white petals, also harkens to innocence and purity. Between the fragrance and the flower, we can find nothing more beguiling than the vanilla plant. It's simply good. Vanilla is also the life of the party. It is the aroma of celebrations and birthday parties and summer fairs, but it also represents a sense, a sense of something basic, original, plain, and comfortably normal. So with its seductive, honeyed aroma, it shouldn't come to us as a surprise that vanilla is a potent aphrodisiac. It's tantalizing, it's exciting, and it arouses the senses. 
It is a savor of passion that quickens the blood flow and stimulates the libido. So the Mayans were keen to incorporate vanilla into various drinks and concoctions to peak desire. For instance, the storied Mayan beverage, uh, the the chocolatel, included an assortment of bewitching flavors and spices, including vanilla. And you'll see that in cooking. Vanilla is often used to enhance other flavors, almost like salt. Uh, It's fascinating. So, of course, the lesson here isn't that consuming vanilla will make you a prolific womanizer or anything, but it has a history of stimulating sexual desire. It can be aphrodisiac for men. It can be seductive for women. I mean, for everybody. It's just for everyone. It's great. I love it. I also love the tonka bean, and that's a whole nother wild tale for a whole nother day. Actually, one day when we don't have anything to talk about, we'll go into like why tonka bean is like banned. It's really fascinating. All right, which is moving into some headlines. This actually is an article one of our listeners posted, and it comes to us from adventure.com. The Tree of Life at Olympic National Park is collapsing, and hikers are climbing all over it. Honestly, if I've learned anything from movies or the news or documentaries or, like, true crime podcasts, it's that, like, hikers and adventurers really can get into pickles. (laughs) Like, I don't know why this was something I never thought about. I guess because, like, I don't know. I'm from Florida everything's flat, you know? Um, and the idea that, I don't know, it just always blows my mind that people can like end up in crevices and uh, like in submersibles. And it's just, it blows my mind every time. So the tree of life at Olympic National Park is an incredible plant sitting between two cliffs with its roots spread out in an open where the soil has been washed away. So it's basically like this tree that is just growing between two cliffs and its roots are just exposed. So it seemingly defies gravity. It's only a matter of time before the huge spruce succumbs to erosion and crashes down, but it's likely to collapse even faster due to tourists clamoring all over it. Many cultural and historical important trees around the world have barriers and other protective measures in place to avoid damage and keep them alive for future generations. For example, uh, for example, the major oak in Sherwood Forest, which is estimated to be between 800 and 1100 years old and served as hiding place for Robin Hood, according to legend, is surrounded by a fence and supported by a network of poles and chains. In contrast, the Tree of Life is completely open to the public, provided they can find it, which isn't very hard. The tree isn't marked in any official guides from the National Park Service, but its location is far from secret. So it's described in pretty much every unofficial guide to the park and is easily found on Google Maps. So most visitors who seek out the tree treat it with respect, despite the absence of fences and signs, but not all. So, hiker Brandon Freeman recently shared a photo showing a group of hikers climbing all over the tree's exposed roots. Ooh, yeah, they did. Yeah, he po- he he posted that picture. He did. 
Ooh, and he posted it on like a official national parks. Ooh, those people got in trouble. <laughs> At least like socially. They were treating this ancient tree like a jungle gym, and it could very well hasten its demise, but there are no plans to stop it from happening. Last month, Janet Coles, vegetation branch chief of Olympic and National Park, told Seattle Met that MPS has no intention of building major oak-style supports to keep the tree aloft, nor will it erect fences to keep people away. We cannot mitigate risks to all hazards, said the superintendent, who explained that nature always comes with an element of risk, whether that's a sheer drop from a mountain trail or giant spruce that could collapse at moment's notice. Wow. Fascinating. Oof, 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 oof. Interesting. All right, witches, I'm going to throw this over to our moon correspondent, and after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Thursday, August 10th. The waning crescent moon calls everyone it knows in Gemini today. Here, the moon squares Mercury and Mars. Mars is working to push the buck forward, but in Virgo, it has to cut miles of red tape before it can really get going. Mercury in Virgo is very methodically putting Mars to work, and it's not outside the realm of possibility that Mars is getting frustrated at the pace. Be careful about trying to jump ahead today. Mercury is trying to help us get the details just right, and if we try to get ahead of Mercury, we'll just end up having to go back and do it all over again. Your daily moon mantra is, never measure yourself using someone else's ruler. This has been your daily moon mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. Get ready to be spellbound by the Glam Witch. Originally considered to be the essence of a witch's spell, glamour is an ultimate act of magic. Used to master and manipulate one's appearance, true glamour magic is about honoring and expressing yourself to ultimately get what you want in the world. Intersecting visual aesthetic with the esoteric, Michael Herkes, the Glam Witch, takes you into their world of glamour with a personal pictorial on the magical art of beauty, fashion, and glamour magic. Whether your goal is to get attention, a new job, a date, or even go unnoticed, here you will be guided on how to craft a magical message with your presence by cultivating confidence with magical application, integrating magic into your beauty regimes with cosmetic, hair care, and fashion, bewitching with body language, eye contact, and seduction through the senses, manifesting a magical persona that caters to your most unique qualities, and utilizing crystals, dolls, fragrances, tarot cards, and more to maximize your glamour efforts. Only 200 of these limited editions will be sold, so grab yours now at theglamwitch.com. All right, so before we get into our topic of the day, we actually have a witch win, which we haven't had a witch win or a witch fail in a while. Submit them, friends. Post them on the group. Email them. Like, I actually got a comment that people missed them, and I'm like, I will, you, you, you got to send them in. Um, oh, my gosh. Sometimes I have witch wins that I just can't share because... You just wouldn't believe me. Anyways, we have a witch win from listener Alana. Alana says, witch win, guys. So I've been practicing for a few years. 
I'm pagan and super big into witchcraft and other stuff, and I'm so happy because there seems to be more of us in the military. And now we have groups, and the libraries on post now carry books on witchcraft and other things of that nature. I don't know if it just brings a big smile to my face. Also, I was gifted this coin because I taught a class at the church about spirit communication. This podcast has been a lot of help. Oh, that's so nice. Um, uh, It's been a lot of help on my journey. I definitely recommend it to people in the group I taught. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, that is so nice. And you got like this nice little coin. It actually is big. It looks like a metal. Uh, that's really neat. Oh, thanks for sharing. I'm looking at, oh, you posted a picture of your class. So, ooh, love. That was so cool. Thank you for sharing, Alana. I'm actually very familiar with Alana because she moves a lot. <laughs> um, all right, which is uh, our topic of the day comes to us from listener Nix. Nix writes, what do you do when your spells, workings rot or go bad? Do you chuck it and try again, or is it a message and sit with it? So I thought about this for a while. I saw this, and I'm going to be honest, I've never really have experienced this. Uh, and I was thinking symbolically if if it meant anything or anything of that nature. And then I looked, I, I, I searched Google, and I said, what are some other experiences witches have had with this, right? So I checked Reddit, and I... Uh, saw this blog, but it really didn't help. And, um, I found this other thing that just really didn't help. I really couldn't find anything that talked about spells rotting in a way that meant anything magical, if that makes sense. Okay. So what I did was I found some of the mundane responses And from what I've seen, basically, if you have any ounce of moisture, so if you do a spell jar and you wash the jar, but it's not it's not dried very well, um, if the herbs you used have are like aren't bone dry, there is a chance it'll mold or rot or go bad. Um, If things aren't sealed properly, if there's an air leak. So from what I've seen, it's kind of just one of those things like life will find a way. That's essentially what mold is, right? And rots and all that. Where it just, it finds a way. So because it seems to be such a technical issue, uh, I, for me personally, I'm throwing out the idea that it's a message or that it's symbolic. I would kind of take it as just needing to fine tune your uh, technique for doing your spell work or washing your jars or drying your herbs. I wouldn't take it as a symbol or message. But I will say, when I first got this question, I was open to that idea, right? That it was a symbol or message. So I looked for information on that and I genuinely just could not find anything that seemed credible or substantial and everything came down to life will find a way, you know? So don't take it as a message. It's not a symbol. It's not a finger wag. It's not depressing. Um, If anything, I actually, uh, I think Jason Mankey had an article on Llewellyn about how molds can, uh, 
have a lot of power, right? Again, life finds a way. So don't view it as something that's dying. View, view it as something that is living, you know? And I would just lo- I would just not even worry about the, sim- the symbology of what that could mean. I don't think – I think it's just such a common technical um, – how we wash things or how we dry things sort of problem that it just feels very far removed from the spell or witchcraft. I'm going to take another sip of my tea. So hold on to your hats. Mm. Okay. Um, so what I would do is I would be like, oh, I just need to do it again. So just do it again, do it again and try, you know, try to, uh, find what caused the rot or mold or whatever to begin with and just do it again. That's it. You're, you, you got it. Uh, but I will say again, when I first saw this question, I was very open to the idea that it could be symbolic, you know, um, uh, I've never had that happen. Uh, but I've definitely have accidentally molded things. Like I remember I once, wanted to do the whole infused olive oil thing and I took a um a sprig of rosemary and I put it in the olive oil I think a piece of it was sticking out and bam mold you know uh, I see people on TikTok who make sourdough and I've never had this happen but sometimes it molds it's just it's just a thing it's just a thing chicken wing um but I would just try again all right witches I hope that was helpful we are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. I want to give a shout out to listener Stephanie Pinion. Stephanie, you bedazzled, luminous sunflower. Jess Jensen, you innocent, tenacious oracle. Kristen Northcutt, you glorious, beautiful windigo. And finally, Ashley Solomon, you spiffy, innocent gnome. Thank you for so much being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate it. Now, before we leave, I think I have some housekeeping. What's today? Thursday? Yes. Okay. So if you're going to HexFest this weekend, I will be there. I'll be in the ballroom uh, the whole time. So if you come say hi and you tell me that you listen to the show, I'll probably give you something for free because I am always in shock. You know? So just say something. If you see me and you are involved with me in any way, podcast, magazine, books, I will be in awe of you. So if if you're there and you see me, please say hi. I would love to see you. And I think that is all my housekeeping. But we do have a card pull. Our card today is the Four of Pentacles. All right, so we have a card pull today. Our card today is the Buffy Tarot, and it is the Four of Pentacles. The Four of Pentacles finds you being a bit of an Anya. There are more important things in life than money, especially if it's causing you to live in a state of perceived scarcity. If you are always seeking to gain more, you find it challenging to appreciate what you already have. The more balance you have between saving and spending, the more freedom you'll feel to enjoy being newly human and strangely literal. I love that message. I actually say that to people all the time. People who I've like seen have a lot of success and growth and they always just want more and more and more. And I'm just like, you know, you years ago, you would have given anything to be where you are right now. 
like appreciate like take two seconds <laughs> to appreciate it because if you always want more you'll never be happy and that's it if you're all if you always want more you'll never be satisfied and that's a sad way to live i think all right, witches, that is all I've got for you today. Don't forget any books, decks, headlines, sources. Anything we reference today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com. And we'll talk again tomorrow. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day. <laughs>